You made it. You've arrived. This is Peter Levitan's Advertising Stories. And you're about to hear entertaining, personal, often instructive stories from deep inside the world of advertising. Hello. This is Addison. Welcome to part two of the Advertising Stories series on how to win a virtual new business pitch presentation. Think Zoom or Skype. Today we hear the cool story about how Miami's Viva Multicultural Agency crafted a virtual pitch to win a major mobile dating app account. Take it Linda Gonzalez, CEO of Viva and Advertising Stories host, Peter Leviton. Peter wrote the definitive book on advertising agency pitching. One, two, three. Linda, <laughs> Linda Gonzalez. <laughs> Where are you? Yes, I am here. I am here in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, um, just a couple of miles away from you, probably, um, as we both own homes here and are spending some good quality quarantine time here. Yeah, I'm thinking we're in, uh, you know, a lot of people are lucky, some not, you know, some people got caught in places, uh, but we have chosen to live in what Condé Nast Traveler calls the best small city in the world, which is kind of bizarre, you know the best small city in the world, but nonetheless, that's where we live. At least I live here full-time, you're part-time, you're very lucky because your your company's HQ is in Miami. Tell me about your company. Yes, well, the, um, Viva Multicultural we uh, was founded by me um, almost 25 years ago um, in Miami and San Antonio, and we started out uh, as a Hispanic ad agency, um, and uh, we have since grown, we do quite a bit of consumer market research for Hispanic, Asian, black markets. Uh, we work with mostly national accounts, both Latin American based, but primarily uh, US based. And, um, and, I'm, and now I'm here doing the same thing I was doing in Miami, talking to you and telling you about what's going on in uh, the multicultural marketing world. Well, what some but very few I would imagine of my listeners can remember is I did interview you a few a couple of months ago about multicultural and it was interesting. We had some laughs about we'll call them faux pas. That's a French word. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, on how uh, whatever people get it wrong. Still so, multicultural. You yeah. Know. So we're not going to talk about that as much. And I'll put in the show notes that people can go backwards in time and hear about your agency and some of the some of the things we laughed about. But what I want to get into today is you recently did a pitch and won it, an online presentation pitch sales call using Zoom. And what I'd like to get into are your top cool things that you did to win that piece of business. So give me a little background on that. Okay, well, I uh, can't name the company right now, but it's an e-dating site, and they um, they've been in business for for quite a while. They uh, have they they saw the writing on the wall and saw that about forty two percent of the U.S. population is multicultural, and uh, they need to address them. They need to engage with them on a in a different way than they do with gringos or with uh, non uh, non Hispanic white people. Uh, so so they ask us to. To talk to them about how could they better engage the Latino uh, Latino people who are looking to find love. And by the time you know, by the time we went into 
to this uh, uh, online presentation, we went into COVID around the same time. So we were hit with a, um, a lot of uh, I guess challenges uh, we, we we had expected to have an in-person meeting didn't happen. So we um, the first thing that we we did we, typically we'll go out on the street. We'll really talk to Hispanic consumers in different markets. We'll usually focus on Miami, a Texas market or two, L.A., maybe New York, Chicago, sometimes Phoenix, and we'll we'll get out on the street. We'll talk to who you know to our, our potential customers. This time we didn't ha- we couldn't hit the streets because we couldn't fly. So we decided that well it's an e-dating site. Uh, let's do some real research and do it as quickly as possible. So uh, we did um, friendship duos across the country, um, a mix of Gen Z and millennials, and uh, talk to them about, you know, how they were dating before, how do they think dating is going to change, what's important about, um, uh, you know, what are they looking for, what's their objective, you know, is it hooking up, is it finding the love of your life? Uh, Let me tell you, it's all over the place for for the uh, Gen Zs and for millennials. They're starting to really look for relationships. Um, and so we were really, we, what happened that, that was great was talking to consumers and really getting into deep conversations with them about things that were, I mean, we're talking about love and sex and, and the future. And they just gave it to us. They, we spent an hour and a half with each of these duos. And, and uh, so that part of this presentation process of getting closer to the consumer, even though we were further away by distance was, was uh, amazing for us and amazing for the client. Um, so that's how we started our pitch was let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, we, when we made introductions, we talked a little bit about Viva. Uh, you know, we're easy to find. They've, they'd, they've seen our decks. They'd uh, gone online and looked at our website. Uh, but the, the real, the, the most important aspect of a new business presentation is the client and their challenges. And so we really flipped it around. We talked about ourselves for under five minutes, and then we talked about their potential consumer, this Latino looking for love, for lack of a better description, um, and talk to them about, uh, let, let the consumer speak for themselves. What were their challenges? Uh, what are their challenges with dating sites? Uh, what what dating sites are they have they been to and which ones did they like and why? And uh, what did they think of the, the client site and did they know about it? Um, many of them had not heard of the site. Many of them... Um, uh, had but but found that it wasn't connecting with them on an emotional level. It was just a, a kind of a translation of what they were doing on their English sites. Um, but they got to hear it direct from the consumer, so that we were able to really jump in with um, how are we going to meet your challenges. So um, break time. All right, let me ask some some nuts okay. and bolts questions because I, I hear what you're saying, and I you know I I think. Yeah bringing the consumer into the conversation is, is uh, obviously critical. And it's something that any client pays very close attention to in a pitch situation. So that's, that's absolutely right on. How many, so, uh, how many people from the client were in the call and how many people from the agency? Okay, there were five on the call from the client. Uh, one was in Los Angeles, one was in Dallas, one was in New York, and I'm not quite sure where the other two were. Um, we also had someone from Los Angeles on data analytics and strategy coming in, that came into the call. We also had 
Texas and we had Miami and we're also working with two different partners and so we brought them in to the conversation um, at the very beginning we introduced everyone that would be working on that business uh, we show we were using zoom so they could see everyone and then then uh, those uh, part those those partners and, and Viva employees kind of faded away, and there were uh, four primary speakers um, for this pitch. Uh, we had strategy, plan, strategy and planning. Uh, we had creative. We had me speaking for the agency, and we had uh, an account exec, the account director that would be on that account. So we um, made sure that they were always present, and so it was a good balance of of the four leaders from the client, four leaders from the agency, um, and we just kept it moving. I think that was the key to uh, keeping. It was a ninety minute presentation. Um, we really kept it moving. We we had practiced well before we didn't want in any segment to go over three minutes and so we made sure that we were uh for example when we we shared the data um that we shared the data and then we brought them into the conversation is this what you're seeing is this what you've experienced uh, uh have had, did we miss anything and then we went on to the next three minutes we kind of, we called them chunks and 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 v, i don't know why but we were we, we called instead of blocks we were calling them little chunks of information and interaction so they so we had scheduled everything for about five minutes uh, per conversation piece um, the only people who, who were able to speak were those people that were very dynamic not long-winded uh, that were able to um, to really communicate well on the screen so we and we had a couple of screens and and uh, each of us had a couple of screens so that we could follow our script but not not look as if as if we were reading the script so we it was it was an interesting dynamic to have both but it, it allowed us to really make points without without reading and we could look directly into the camera so we were we felt like and I we felt that they also felt that we were making some sort of a connection it didn't feel rehearsed it felt like a conversation and we're we we literally felt like after 10 or 15 minutes that we were part already part of their team did you have a presentation like a powerpoint or did you just talk your ideas through we did have a power a PowerPoint, um, but we used uh, several different platforms. We used uh, PowerPoint to guide us. Um, we used um, we we were recommending an influencer, so we brought her in uh, to do a little spiel um, about how how her role as this influencer might work. Um, we also used um, let me see I'm, I'm, let me take that back okay we said video uh we used powerpoint we used uh, and then creative uh was not on uh powerpoint we used um actually it was a series of kind of cartoons um and 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 then ourselves so uh but we kept it we kept it moving so that it wasn't a, a powerpoint presentation for 90 minutes uh can you imagine? That would be so boring. So, right. well, I, I have my. I would probably apply my sense of humor. So, I, I I don't run an agency anymore, but I could I could see someday, just deciding I'm going to create the world's most boring presentation and see how long the client makes it, and then tell, do the reveal that okay, I was just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be interesting to. Just that would be kidding. 
But I mean, Uh, we're talking about love, right? We're talking about love and, and, and how people can connect to find love. And so we made sure that it was very visual and any notes on the, on the screen were in our notes and on the other screen so that we could refer to them so we could make sure that we made our points. But at the same time, we really want to address the client and talk to them about the great solutions that we had for, you know, creative solutions and PR solutions and, and social media, uh, all of these ideas. And those are dynamic. And, and, and when it comes to love, you've got to have a lot, of, a lot of video and a lot of people talking about how they feel about love. So we kept bringing that consumer, those consumers back into play. There were uh, about 14 of them that had a role in the in the presentation so that and really would, made a dynamite would you dynamite. stop the uh what uh, some people call the brady bunch zoom look and then show a video separately you the screen would click into a video and that's how you would do it how, how did you switch between brady bunch and showing a video and for example was the influencer person in a video too was was he or she in the call or were they pre-recorded actually we we did two things with the influencer we showed her in two different videos because we had two different ideas for her role and then she popped in to say hello so that was kind of fun oh, cool. uh, but yeah that was that was kind of fun and she's you know she asked if they had any questions and and you know and uh just made a connection with them um so so it was a it would that that we were so afraid that that wouldn't work i mean this is at the very beginning in march and march or yeah toward the end of March. And so we were afraid that that wouldn't work. Um, you know, we're using different platforms now um, where we do still use Zoom, but there are a couple of different platforms that that we, we're using that um, have different features. Um, so I, I mean, I can give you a, a long list of those later. But what we did, we turned everyone off um, so that we could just all of us watch the video so that there would be no distractions. There's nothing worse in a presentation than, than, uh, than someone not paying attention. And, and talking on their phone or it's very distracting. So we just, we silenced them. Um, and then we kept watching the, the CMO of the company to see if she was engaged and, and she was engaged. So it was good. Um, did you have, before you started, did you, did you have internally and for the client as in sharing with them uh, guidance as in this is what we're doing, this is how it's going to work uh, you have to leave your video on. You have to leave your audio on. These are how many people we're going to have. Uh, we're going to switch back and forth to video. Basically, on one sense, guidance. I don't like the word rules, but I'll use them rules. And on the other side, this is what's going to happen. Or were there? Did you sort of when you went to video was a surprise? How do you how do you manage it before you all of you even get into the virtual room? Or do you just rock and roll? Well, I don't rock and roll anymore. Um, but at that time, uh, we were experimenting because while we've gone, we've been on screen for video conferences and calls, um, many times it was really, it was the first pitch that we'd ever done, um, on video. So we practiced a lot, but we didn't give them any indication about what we would be doing until we were there. Uh, we went through the agenda and let them know that we had some surprises for them. 
Uh, we didn't tell them what those surprises would be, but we did not give any, you know, rules of engagement. For example, please pay attention if you're, you know, if you, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm not, I know we didn't do any of that. I've heard that that is happening now um, on, on calls that we have now, even with current clients. Uh, we ask people if there is a distraction in their universe because now every a lot of a lot of people are working with and, and they have their kids be, being homeschooled. Uh, we ask them to 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 shut off the video and, and sometimes the sound as well. Uh, but at, at the time we didn't have this was a I, I'm I was so shocked at how well it went. It, it was a situation where anything that could go wrong should have gone wrong then, but it just was very it just flowed it i think keeping every little segment every chunks um quick so that no one was no one was allowed to get bored there was nothing boring and and that 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 really helped keep keep the flow and a shorter uh, you know 90 minutes was was more than enough uh we we still had um they could have kept going on the q a but uh but actually we were tired i have to admit <laughs> running this show was uh like running a a broadway show and in yeah. in multiple markets i mean there were a bunch of us from uh across the country so here are a couple of nuts and bolts questions uh you can uh, for your crew you made sure, and I'll just ask you sort of yes or no, I guess are the best answers. Uh, did you set your team up with microphones and headphones? No, we did not. Okay. Would you do that today? Yes, I would absolutely do that today. And okay. not just the little cheap ones. Got it. Okay. Uh, uh, in fact, my team has headsets now. All right. I, uh, I recently switched uh, for, for video conferencing and video anything. Uh, I'm interviewed occasionally on other people's podcasts. So I went to earbuds because I kept looking at myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the sort of uh, Gen Y headphone. You know, I'll do it at night after I've had a few drinks and I'm listening to uh, music. <laughs> that's a different That's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Um, all right. How about like the ones Like the ones the, back, the, 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 the gamers use, the yeah, mega yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a good look for me. How about, um, how about backgrounds? Um, you know, we did that beforehand. We uh, we did send over uh, who would be on the call. What their no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, oh well, I'm that, sorry. no, I think that's, uh, yes. I mean, tell people who you are, Head. There's no question because, uh, so I'm going to digress. I'll go with you and we'll digress for a second. Tell the people who's on the call ahead of time because, you know, sitting there and listening, my name is Bob and I went to Harvard and I, you know, I flunked out and then I was a skateboarder and then I went to Chicago. No. Uh, yeah. You know, it eats up time, and you know, after a while, you don't really don't want to hear from Bob. So that's a, that's a different. I mean, when I say background, what what was behind you on the screen when uh-huh. somebody looked so, at your Brady Bunch tile? We did talk that through, and they didn't have uh, great Zoom backgrounds at the time. Uh, they, they they kind of make you misform or, or deformed. I don't know, um, but we had in the the. Uh, I, I actually presented from the Viva office. And so I was the main speaker. So I had the Viva logo and actual, we have it on the wall in the agency. And I was the only one in the, well, I was one of two people in the agency. So it was right behind me. Um, I also had my laptop up on a uh, uh, one of those expandable desks so that I could look closer to the camera. I could, I could actually stand up and present because that's how I like to present. I can't do it sitting. 
down and had, uh, so, so what they were seeing was um, the, a big Viva logo and they could kind of see a little bit of the office as well and, and a few palm trees, okay? I, I'll admit it, I threw that in there because <laughs> I thought, you know, <laughs> for those that weren't in, uh, um, in, in Miami in March that, you know, that they could enjoy at least some great weather. Well, I mean, let's let's be brutally frank here. I think any discussion of Hispanic marketing has to include a palm tree. Absolutely. But no pink flamingos, please. (laughs) That is not Hispanic at all. Okay. All right. We won't won't do that. All right. So to wrap up, let me ask, uh, 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 you got feedback. uh, The best feedback you got from the client is you won the account and now you're helping more more uh, cultures within the United States, Hispanics especially, meet their future partner. Keep it simple. Um, did the, did the client give you feedback on the presentation itself? Yes, they did. Um, they uh, they were they they actually said that they enjoyed every minute of it. They they were they were so surprised that we were able to uh, get those uh, friendship duos. Um, uh, from across the United States, so that there there were Dominicans and Mexicans and and I mean there was a, a everybody was from everywhere from millennials to Gen Zs. They loved that we brought the consumer into uh, into the presentation. Um, that was one of the, that that was surprising to them that we were able to do that, but we're really good at research. They were they loved that it was fast paced that we didn't give them a chance to get bored. She said it was fast paced, but it was just enough information that would say to us, yes, you are the agency for us. We move very fast here and you guys move very fast too. And we didn't get stuck on things. We didn't get stuck on uh, selling in creative. We sold in the, 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 the creative idea. Uh, we gave them examples. We, we did do a little bit of video, but, but we didn't we didn't um, hover over it too long. We just wanted to give them enough to let them know that, yeah, we can do that and we can do this and we can do that. And here are examples of what we do, but it, your brand is wrapped around it. Um, so they enjoyed the time we spent together. You could always say something like, okay, we're going to, we, you know, we did, uh, I'll pick a number, 30 interviews and uh, we're going to show you some tidbits from seven of them. And if you hire us, you know, we'll show you the rest. <laughs> well, what it's, it's interesting that you should say that because um, we got some great tidbits from that, uh, from, from all of those interviews. And there were, there were quite a few. And we talked out beyond dating and beyond finding your love. We talked about going to restaurants and going, you know, how are you, um, you know, how, what, what's your life like now? Are you, um, you know, are you, when you were planning to travel, what are you going to do now? And so what we're thinking about doing actually is going back out to all of those people and ask them how they're doing now, seven months later, you know, what's going on in your life. And then using that for a new business pitch too, you know, it's, why not? It's, we have research right there. We can get there before and after COVID. Good, good. Well, I think, you know, putting the hook in the client's mouth, so to speak, is a, is a good thing. I, I was taught when I first started pitching to uh, leave them a little hungry, right? <laughs> yes. I don't know, those are mixed metaphors, right? Uh, I don't think when you hook the fish, Oh my gosh. That, those two weeks of working on a love 
client. Yeah, that I, I, I'm not, I can't even say anything because we had some interesting conversations. It was okay. hard to keep them on track. So you're not, I mean, all of a sudden you're not using dating apps, I would imagine. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not. But I, we all uh, were using a bunch of different dating app, apps. So if your partner, who I know, I love that word partner, if your partner walks, uh, sees your phone now and you have um, Tinder on it, you can say, oh, it's, it's my business. Yeah, we did have a couple of situations where they forgot to tell their partner and he was like, what, you're unhinged? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but uh, most everyone told their told their partner, and then uh, and some others got a chance to try some new and different um, right. apps out there that they hadn't you know been familiarized with. Hispanic J dating. Oh, that would be good <laughs> for a small group of people. Oh, let me tell you, there is something for everything in the dating app world that you would have no idea, but that is for another day and a glass yes. of wine. Okay, cool. All right, Linda, thank you. You're welcome. It was great uh, to be here. And as I mentioned, you're, you're going to be part of a series. Um, I'll put all this information in show notes, or whatever, da, 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 a series where I'm trying to figure out what works in using virtual online space for sales calls for pitching, for presentations. And everybody seems to have an interesting tidbit, tidbit, uh, whatever the hell that means, uh, insight, that's a better word, and uh, experience. So thank you for sharing your experience. And uh, buen dia. Buen dia. Que, que disfrutes el fin de semana. <laughs> well, we'll have some margaritas some, or whatever, something, sometime. Take it whatever. easy. Whatever. You right. too. Please remember that this was part two in the series on virtual pitching. The first episode was with the leading advertising agency search consultant. Coming up is an interview with a neuroscientist about how the brain absorbs information on Zoom. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast so you do not miss even more expert advice on how to win online. And many thanks to Drake for letting us use his studio today.